on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This this is Newstalk. So the Leaving Cert results aren't out until 10 this morning, but some of the papers have information on what they'll be like. The Irish Independent says that Foley steps in to ensure another year of grade inflation. So we're going to have another set of bumper Leaving Cert results, which the Indo says are going to keep CAO points sky high again this year. Uh, And they're saying this intervention by Minister Norma Foley is a surprise instruction where she wants to keep overall grades in line with 2022 and it means that uh, there's a 71% of all grades are going up compared with just over half last year. Now that's the same story in the front of the Irish Times leaving cert grades inflated to match last year's marks surprise move aimed at bringing fairness to students who never sat a state exam. Results artificially lifted by almost 8% following direction from ministers. So essentially tens of thousands of Leaving Cert students' grades have been artificially adjusted upwards to bring them in line with record high sets of results over recent years. And that's also the front of the Irish Examiner. 71% of Leaving Cert grades raised to 2022 rates. Numbers receiving top marks and higher level remain at record highs. Minister Norma Foley will be on News Talk Breakfast this morning to ask or to answer the question, why did you decide to make this surprise intervention? So we'll hear more from the Minister on News Talk Breakfast later this morning. Staying with education, the Irish Examiner has details of a survey that more than 80% of parents want phones to be banned in primary and secondary schools. The annual back-to-school survey by the Irish League of Credit Unions also has parents reporting that 107 is the average age at which primary school pupils get their first phones. So not communion age, but not quite confirmation age. Uh, 10 or 11 is when they get their first phone. And uh, some secondary school students are getting a phone on average when they're 13 and a half years of age. So parents of primary school children in particular more likely to favour a ban on mobile phones in schools. 88% of them want that to happen. 77% of secondary school parents want phones banned. Also, the Irish Examiner covers the shock in Cork. Family, friends and classmates today trying to come to terms with the loss of a 14-year-old boy who died in a swimming accident in Cork Harbour yesterday. He's been named in some of the papers as Jack O'Sullivan who went missing in the water near Passage West while swimming with friends. Uh, And what had been a lovely day in Cork yesterday, a warm, sunny day and uh, Jack returning to school probably next week. And it's believed that he may have banged his head and lost consciousness in the water. Just absolutely horrific. I know all the emergency services were on the scene, but unfortunately the body was recovered at around four o'clock yesterday afternoon. The Irish Daily Mail goes with what's going on in Russia as US officials suggest that the jet carrying the Wagner chief was downed by a bomb. Russian tyrant offers condolences and sends a sinister message. Putin's chilling taunt over his rival's mistakes. Vladimir Putin offering this tribute yesterday, not a tribute you want to get uh, or a family wants to receive, but anyway, he sent this tribute uh, as Western officials said that the Wagner chief was assassinated. Breaking his silence, Russian president praised Prigozhin's substantial contribution to the conflict in Ukraine, but then in his tribute said he was a man with a difficult fate and he made serious mistakes in life. The Irish Sun has given its own interpretation of what Vladimir Putin's message really meant, 
So what Putin really meant, and they have this done as a, a floral tribute, with deepest sympathy, so sorry I killed him, is the interpretation that the Irish Sun gives to um, Vladimir Putin's tribute to Prigozhin. The Irish Daily Star has an interview with Stephen Termini, who was the US tourist who was attacked in Dublin. Uh, gang horror tourist meets us on the street he nearly died on. So he met with the Irish Daily Star yesterday. He says, I'm lucky to be alive. Why did it take an attack to get Gardaí funded? And then that's also on the front of the Irish Daily Mirror. Assault victim exclusive. Make your city safer, Minister. An American tourist left fighting for his life after he was attacked in Dublin has told the Justice Minister, make your city safe again. Nice to see that he's out and about uh, and not in hospital anymore. And the attack hasn't put him off Ireland because he's also in the Irish Independent. Uh, he intends to stay touring around Ireland, but also he wants to be an Irish citizen. So being assaulted on the street hasn't affected his love of Ireland. Uh, so you can read more about that in the Indo, the Mirror and the Star today. Stephen Termini uh, out and about and breaking his silence. The Irish Independent looks at the issue of illegal dumping. I know in some parts of the country, down country lanes, it's absolutely horrific. And the news is that councils are soon going to be able to use drone-mounted cameras to identify illegal dumpers. A new code of practice is being drafted in, which will allow councils to use recording equipment like CCTV, body cams and drones to clamp down on illegal dumping and it's going to happen before the end of the year. We'll see if there's any uh, data protection or civil rights issues with this but they are keen to get this up and running as soon as possible and to get the code of practice in place so that the drones can go up and uh, you can have CCTV and hopefully it'll stop people littering in our towns and villages around the country. Now, in the mail, they have an interesting one from the head of Zoom, who seems to be in self-destruct mode at the moment, because if obviously the whole idea of Zoom is that people can work from home and do video calls and chats with their colleagues. A couple of weeks ago, we had Zoom saying, stop Zooming and you have to come into your office at least once or twice a week. And now we have the head of Zoom saying that meeting colleagues by video call is not the best way to work together. So I don't know, does he want Zoom to continue or what he's doing? But anyway, Eric Yuan's comments comments at a staff meeting are being described as an own goal because obviously the firm did so well during COVID. So uh, he says now that you can't have great conversation on Zoom. We can't debate each other well because everyone tends to be friendly when you join a Zoom call. And he says, when we are all on Zoom, it's really hard. Now, he's probably right. It is difficult and, and you can't thrash things out on Zoom. But a bit weird that it's him who's saying it, given that that's his bread and butter. But that's what uh, his view is. The Irish Sun tells us this morning, uh, now this will be like a red rag to a bull to some people and other people will love it. Mrs Brown's Boys is coming back next month. They're going to have their first new series in a decade. There's going to be four episodes on RT1 and BBC1 from the 8th of September. Brendan O'Carroll says the miniseries was actually planned for 2021 then obviously you had all the COVID stuff going on. So now there's going to be a new series of Mrs. Brown's Boys. If you're planning on turning vegan, there's an interesting survey in the eye today, which looks at the things you might miss if you uh, turn vegan. And uh, cheese is one of them. According to a survey, cheese is second on the list of foods that people would miss if they adopted a plant-based diet. But in first position, 
And I have to say, I'd struggle with this myself if I was going vegan. People would miss a roast dinner, particularly delicious roast beef. But anyway, so people would miss roast dinner, cheese, eggs, milk, bacon, steak, chocolate, fish and chips, tuna, salmon and sausages and sausage rolls. And there's about six things on uh, that list that I would certainly miss as well. But that's in the eye. And finally, if you're looking to be a bit more spontaneous, spontaneous, there's a list of the top spur of the moment activities everyone should try. A last minute weekend getaway, a road trip and skinny dipping are some of the spur of the moment activities. A poll of 2000 adults found 70% believe they could be getting more out of each day. I think a lot of us get that when we go to bed at night and 65% say they need more excitement to break up the monotony. Other must-do spontaneous acts include extending a holiday while you're already on it. Now, you need a few quid for that. Also, jumping on a random bus or a train or getting up in the middle of the night to stargaze. So that's an interesting survey, which is in the star. Those are the stories in the papers. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk. Newstalk.